0: Welcome to the MTF podcast. The MTF is an independent group of experts across health and social care and our aim is to combat avoidable and preventable malnutrition and dehydration in older people. The MTF podcast is about sharing news, views, updates and good practice and innovations. In this episode, Diane Jeffrey, MTF chairman, will give an overview of the MTF and its work. Alice Rowe will be discussing key messages for public health and Leslie Carter will bring you news and views.
1: Hello, my name is Diane Jeffrey, and I am the former chair of Age UK and the chairman of the MTF. Now, I'm certain that no one doubts the importance of food. It gives us the nutrients we need for energy and to stay healthy and it helps us to stay sharp mentally. It can also boost our well-being with something to look forward to and generally keep us happy. Now, for many of us, we might think that malnutrition or undernutrition is confined to the developing world or even to history books. But, you know, the reality is quite different. In the UK today, one in 10 older people, that's around a million folk altogether, are actually undernourished or at risk of undernourishment and the majority of these people are living amongst us in the community. Now there are many reasons why an older person might become at risk of malnutrition. It can be associated with several long-term conditions such as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, cancer, dementia or swallowing difficulties. It can also be linked with physical difficulties which might become more prevalent as we age, such as sight loss or limited mobility that make it difficult to get to the shops, prepare food or cook or eat independently. For many though, the reasons why they might start eating less can be harder to spot. The loss of a life partner who you used to eat with or who cooked for you, loneliness, isolation and depression can all make us lose interest in food. And it might seem easier to just have a biscuit rather than cook a hot meal. And this quickly becomes a habit. We also know that people can become malnourished if they don't eat enough for two or three days, as the physiological effects can start very quickly. This means that people who might even be seemingly overweight Can become malnourished and will quickly experience adverse effects. So why is malnutrition such a big issue? Well in a society which is more used to worrying about the health effects of obesity, it's easy to overlook how serious malnutrition can be for older or more vulnerable people. It will affect a person's well-being, and can lead to long-term health problems for otherwise healthy, independent, older people. And we also know that older people who are undernourished are more likely to visit their GP, more likely to be admitted to hospital, and thereafter to need longer to recover from illness or injury than well-nourished people. But the good news, you see, is that in many cases, this malnutrition is preventable. And so, this is why we launched the Malnutrition Task Force, formed of five important members in 2012. We at Age UK, Apetito, Nutritia, the Royal Voluntary Service and Baypen were all so appalled by the horrendous tales of, for example, glasses of water placed out of reach, etc that we got together and formed a task force which aims to ensure that all older adults are adequately nourished and hydrated, whether they're living in their own home, a care home or staying in hospital. We believe that by reducing malnutrition, we can save the health and care system money and most importantly, we can have a big impact on older people's quality of life and well-being.
2: Thanks, Diane. I'm Alice, a Programme Officer at AGK, working on the Malnutrition Task Force. I'm going to be talking about what public health can do to tackle malnutrition. This week is the Public Health England Annual Conference, and the MTF will be there to raise awareness of malnutrition and what we think public health should be doing about it. One of the major barriers we find to tackling malnutrition is that too few people are aware that it's an issue, including older people and their families. The myth persists that it's normal to lose weight in later life, or that you don't need to eat as much to stay well as you age. Our research found that 75%, about 12 million people over 60, have never worried about themselves or another older person losing weight unintentionally, despite this being an early warning sign of malnutrition or another serious health condition. 36% also think that losing weight is a normal part of ageing and our public health messages aren't helping to combat these myths. Public health is preoccupied with reducing levels of obesity, telling us to count calories, to limit snacking, and to opt for low-fat options. We all know that obesity causes serious health problems, but there are also serious consequences for older people who are at the other end of the scale and don't eat and drink enough. A lot of these messages are confusing and inappropriate for older people. We hear from a lot of people who are at risk of malnutrition that are still following diets and eating the same low-fat foods as when they were younger. Few realise that this just isn't appropriate for them anymore. We hear from daughters who are worried that their 85-year-old mum is losing weight, yet are still asking us for advice on how to make sure they get their five a day. For someone with a small appetite, they should be eating calorie and energy-rich food, swapping the low-fat yoghurt for full fat. A bowl of salad, which might be tiring to eat, for a cheese sandwich. Six small meals a day are as good as three main meals for someone with a small appetite. It's always better to eat something than nothing at all. Keeping to a healthy weight is so important for a person's health and well-being. For many older people, the health risk of being undernourished is often greater than being overweight. We need to see public health messages that are appropriate for older people, that talk about a healthy weight in later life and that break down the myth that losing weight is normal as we get older. We need to educate people on how to eat well in later life. How can you spread this message in your local area? The MTF is always here to help. Get in touch on inquiries at malnutritiontaskforce.org or tweet us at malnutritionTF. I'm
0: Lesley Carter, the programme lead for the MTF. Here is our latest roundup of nutrition and hydration news. Recently, there have been some very worrying safety alerts after reports that patients in hospital have choked on hash browns and peas. In June this year, NHS Improvement issued a patient safety alert when patients with chewing and swallowing difficulties and dysphagia were found to have been given inappropriate food for their physical condition in hospital. This has caused choking incidents and in some sad cases, patients have died. These incidents have included cases where patients who should have been eating mince, pureed or textured food have been given hash browns, peas and sponge cake. NHSI have said that there is confusion among staff about the term soft diet and they are calling for all NHS-funded organisations to use more precise language so that all staff are really clear about diet requirements for each patient that they are responsible for. Getting hospital food and drink right is absolutely critical. It's really difficult to understand why patients continue not to get the food and drink that they need, in the right consistency, at the right time, with the right amount of help when they need it. Staff need better training to understand the food and hydration needs of patients within their care. More on this article can be found at the Times website the times.co.uk article NHS choking patients with sponge cake. A new report has been published sadly telling us that one million pensioners ate alone all through the summer. New research from Bournemouth University's Aging and Dementia Centre has shown that almost a fifth of over 75s go three months or longer without eating a meal with someone else. One in ten feel that eating alone impacts negatively on their appetite and they felt that they had less want to eat and a smaller appetite than ever before. More than a quarter of over 75s believe that they don't need as much food as they used to and more than a third skipped meals regularly, with a worrying 9% doing so on a daily basis. We're really concerned about this because we know that malnutrition and loneliness often go hand in hand. When you're just cooking for yourself day in, day out and don't have much appetite, it's easy to skip meals. Many older people sadly survive on toast and biscuits. This research shows light on the scale of the problem and the urgent need to work together across sectors and settings to tackle malnutrition and loneliness. And more on this article can be found at the Express website express.co.uk lifestyle page and our good news story is well done lewis hornby who has invented water you can eat lewis's grandmother has dementia and getting her to drink enough is always a really big challenge so he invented this to help his grandmother and others like her to stay hydrated the jelly drops are brightly coloured bite-side balls of liquid that are easier to swallow than water, but just as hydrating. This is a really fantastic, innovative idea to help people with dementia and other swallowing issues to stay hydrated. More can be found on this on the blog page at the Alzheimer's Society website. The MTF and BAPEN have come together to launch the first Malnutrition Awareness Week. It's going to be held on week commencing the 1st of October. This is a very exciting initiative and information about how you can get involved and activities taking place can be found on the MTF website. HUK and MTF are hosting the National Hydration Network workshop event on the 17th of September. Professionals are coming together to discuss challenges, barriers and solutions around hydration. For more information, look at our website and contact us. Thanks for listening to our very first podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Get in touch on Twitter at malnutritionTF or visit our website malnutritiontaskforce.org.uk.